the title of this particular podcast is that he gave and of course uh it's supposed to be the cliche scripture but uh, trust me there is nothing cliche about the word of god the word of god is awesome the word of god is complete the word of god is always inspirational now the word of god says for god so loved the world that he gave god has given us a perfect example of what he wants us to do giving giving and the lord's loads and loads of scripture to back this up you should check google you will see 70 you will see 30 loads of scripture to back up what god is telling us to do for god to love the world that he gave you know there is one thing i want you to know is that god will not tell you to do something he has not empowered you to do god will not tell you to do something he have not laid an example down for us in christ now this giving he even first laid down the example himself when he gave Christ his only son. His only son to us. Makes me remember the story of Abraham. When God wanted to test how faithful he is to him. And told him to sacrifice his son. And if you read your scripture forever, you will see everything that God blessed Abraham with. After that time, because of that singular action. God so loved the world that he gave. So that means, how do you show your love to people is by giving. Now, giving does not only come like money. Giving can be opening your house to people, feeding people, you know, giving your labor, giving your skilled labor, doing a lot of things. It doesn't necessarily have to be your money. But we find out that most people will be like, okay, I can work, but I can't give my money. But it is all encompassing, all encompassing. For God so loved the world that He gave, He gave His Son. And I don't know what greater love there is because without that singular action, we will not even be here today. Without that action, a lot of you will not be, will be listening to me today because I believe a lot of you are believers. That singular action saved our lives. That singular action gave us purpose. That singular action gave us life, brand new life. So look at it now. Okay, what can I do for people as well that can change people's lives, that can transform people's lives? The truth is, at every stage that we are, we have something to give. If you can't give your money, you can give yourself. I'm not saying sell yourself. You can give your labor, you can give your time, you can give your energy, you can give your words. You know, sometimes people, when people come to talk to 
to say anything. They don't need to just be available. That is you giving your time. That is you lending your emotions to them. That is giving in its own way. But many times what people need actually is money. And there is there are secrets about this thing. You know, I remember the story of that general and Jesus. He was not saved. You know, if you remember the story of one woman who needed a miracle and Jesus told her, he said, how can he give the things that belong to children to dogs? That means she was not even a Jew. Sure you get. Like, so this, this, this centurion man, this man, there was one thing that saved him when he badly also needed a miracle. His arms. He gave arms. This man was not even what you could classify as a Christian. He was not what you could classify as a believer because he was not a follower of Jesus Christ. But one thing stood him out. The arms that he gave. The arms he was given. It ascended to God. His sacrifices ascended to God. You know, there's something the word of God says in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6 to 8. It says, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. Now, notice what the scripture did not say. The scripture did not say, each of you may give. It did not say, if you give. Because for believers, giving is not an option. Giving is a necessity. If God can show you love by giving you Christ, what are you doing? And also notice what the scripture did not say. The scripture did not say each of you must give. Because God will not force money out of your pocket. God will not force money out of your pocket. God has never forced any man to do anything. At the end of the day, God has given us the right of choice. You get to choose what you want to do with your money. You get to choose what you want to do with your resources. You get to choose what you want to do with your life. But what the Bible says, he has given us the option. This is life and this is death. This is blessing and this is cursing. He gave us a mind of our own. But how much are we still giving him the right of passage? God is fully expecting you to give. He said you should. Believers should give. What they have proposed in their heart. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. Never reluctantly. Never under compulsion. What you have proposed in your heart to give. Because what? God loves a cheerful giver. God cheerfully gave us his son. Jesus cheerfully gave himself. You know, at the point, Jesus was like, he wishes that this pass will co- with this cup will pass over him, but not according to his will, but God's. He gave himself. He let go. He let go. See, there are many times a lot of us have spent, we have spent, we have eaten our seeds instead of giving our seeds. When you give, you were sowing seeds. When you give sacrificially, oh my God. Oh my God, I go to a very good church and I love my church so much. Never in my church do they force you to give anything. But because we have been taught on the doctrine of giving and receiving, what links prosperity and giving, we have been taught. So they don't even have to force you. That is why I tell you, go to a good church, find a good church and attend. Find a good church to attend. I will need you to listen to my, 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 my previous episode, Church. Attend a good church. There is so much you're missing if you're not attending a Bible teaching church because that is the hope of the body of Christ. Now, that scripture now further says, and God is able to bless you abundantly. But what did the Bible say before that? A lot of people just take the path of blessing. A lot of people just take the path of, uh, uh, it will bless me. 
A lot of people just take the path that suits them. But everything, everything, the word of God is balanced. Something bets something. He said, and God is able to bless you. But what did he say before? A cheerful giver. This thing is a law. It's just a principle. Who gives will be given to. The word of God has said it. It is what the word of God has said. The word of God says in Proverbs 11, 24, it said, One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Be cheerful giver. If you give, you know, you know, we've heard about situations where you hear about stories where some people's parents have died, but when the children step into some places, doors are opened unto them. Not because of what they have done, but because of what their parents did in the past. They gave themselves. They gave their money. They helped the less privileged. They did all they could. And that thing is now speaking over their children and opening doors for them. They sow the seeds that children are getting the harvest. So there is more to Christianity than, than many things that people think. It's his principles. Give and it shall be given unto you. Give and it shall be given unto you. That is what the word of God says. That is what the word of God says. The word of God says again, Proverbs 11, 25, a generous person will prosper. A lot of people are asking God, I want money, Jesus, 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 give me money, 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 millions. But what are you doing to get it? What are you doing to get it? The word of God says, as the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. Now, when you work, of course, you're expected to get salary. But you know very well, you can't live on your salary. You cannot live on your salary. You need God. It is not even, it's not proper. Eh? That the, a believer should only live on what they earn. Where is the part of the blessing? And the truth is that God has never needed our money. We need God more than he needs us. We need God. Because of everything we have, God gave. So if they're telling you to pay your 10% in church, they are not extorting you. It is what the word of God said. They are not extorting you. God doesn't need your money. You need God. Because when you give to God, God will orchestrate a lot of things to work for you. And that money will come back to you. Tenfold. Look, look at what the Bible says. The word of God says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shake it together and running over. Uh-uh. Do you know what that means? That means you are not getting back in the measure that you gave. You are getting back in more, in bigger measures. Press down, shake it together. Oh, two, run over. Ah, ah. Oh, two, run over. Oh, two, run over. Oh, two, run over. See, there are times that God will show you. Let me just tell you a story of when, at the time, you know, I, I saw seeds a lot. I gave a lot. And there was this particular day. I was down to zero cash at that moment. I didn't have any money on me. And I was not going to call anybody. I wasn't going to call anybody. Because I was like, ah, I have to even use this faith to work. I have to call forth my harvest. So I was there. Just to be told, I didn't even look the night before. But I was telling God, God, I know you can do this. I call things forth. I know this is what you can do. Believe me when I say the next morning, when I woke up, and alert was sitting pretty on my phone. I didn't call anyone. I didn't call anyone. But that was God showing up. A baby girl was not to go hungry again the second day now, and I had to go to school. That was God showing up. 
That was a cushion effect because I know it can't be my harvest. But what the seed I have sown. To the point that when you want to give and you don't even have, you can believe God for it. You can believe God for it. I had pledged a seed in church last year and for a program we have in church. And I had given about half of the seed. I didn't have that seed when I pledged it. Because we were asked to give sacrificially, and I'm going to get to that. So I believed God for the seed. I cleared my account to pay the first half of it. Then I, 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 I so wanted to pay this seed before the year ended. I don't want it to run over to this 2022. So I was believing God. 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 You have to do, you just have to do something. I don't want this to I can't mean like you're not say now proper. So I was like, God, you have to do something. You have to do something. And that's what he has said in second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 10 to 15. If you read your Bible very well, you read just the scriptures very well. I was like, ah, God, you have to do something now. This money was not forthcoming. Okay, I was even like, okay, last, last. The people that owe me, she they would like to pay me. So at least I can pay off this debt and all. Yet I was believing God. I was believing God. I was believing God. Then I think about about five days. About five days for the day to end. Someone sent me money. And it was the exact half that was remaining. The exact half that was remaining. I believed God for it. I didn't have it. I didn't have it. I believed God for it. You know, the Bible says in the second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10, it says, For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer. If truly you have proposed in your heart to give, God will provide it. Now, if you have proposed to 3,000 naira, don't be expecting, of course, God, God can do it that way. But you should not expect 150,000 naira dropping your cart. Bam! Say yes, it's the day, it's the land. The eagle has landed. No. Sometimes it may not come like that. Sometimes it may come in piece by piece. Joe, don't eat your seed. Don't eat your seed. Don't eat your seed. You sow your seed for it to bloom and produce for you. If you sow one mango seed, you don't expect for this tree to not grow. You don't get one mango tree. Go possible. One mango, one mango fruit rather. Go possible. You will get it in their numbers. Every year, every season, it keeps coming. It keeps coming. Don't eat your seed. You will do yourself a great injustice if you have to give and you are withholding it to yourself. It is money. It will always come back to you. The word of God says, do not withhold good from whom it is due when it is in your power to act. I just love God's word because it is complete. Anytime you can do it, do it. If you can't do it, don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. But when you can, do it. You know, my pastor used to say something, joking, they say, some people have never heard God about giving, but you want to hear God about who you want to marry. How? You have never heard God that God says, give this person 50 beside you your pain. You have never heard God as you are passing, God says, give this person 15 naira. You have never heard God that says, okay, this is your shoe, give it to somebody. The man who may not think you have never heard God, you want to hear God, they're about to marry. It's a process, so 
a process. It builds. You grow in the spirit. You grow in your hearing God. So if you can't hear God about those little things, how much more? The things that now matter a lot more. But this one I'm telling you, oh matter. No, hear what I'm not saying. It matters. Because if you want to prosper, these are principles. Give and it shall be given unto you. You can't keep holding on. You can't keep holding on. You can't keep holding on. And you expect people to give to you. Where is this space? You better draw it. You know, my friend, one day, she started sorting her. She was sorting her wardrobe. Like, okay, she was taking things out. She was taking clothes out. She was like, yes, I want more clothes. I want, I want another set of clothes. I have to give this out. I have to create space. That is how it is. You have to create space for more. I know the mentality of a lot of believers is Tubatonko. Where the word of God says your father is a God of abundance. What is the meaning of Tubatonko? It's unfortunate that even me sometimes I'm like, oh God, this morning now, what I have to do, I will do because God will always show up. I think you have to have the ideology of God as a father. He's a father. He's your father above everything. God the provider, God the protector. He's a father. A father provides, a father protects, a father preserves. He is a father. And if you see God in position of a father, you know how to relate to him like that. You know how you can enter God. See, there are things you can do that can that can cause heavens, that can cause God to write the heavens on your behalf. It was not by magic that God blessed Solomon. Solomon did something. Solomon slaughtered a thousand rams. It, mm, Think about it, not a hundred, not fifty. Do you know the energy it takes to even slaughter ten? He offered as a sacrifice a thousand rams, and God was waiting for him in his room in the night. What do you want? You can provoke God. You can provoke the heavens to turn on your behalf. Like to to to, to make everything work for you. Sacrifices. Sacrifices. You know. You see people putting sacrifice at two junctions, where is that matter? If it was not working for them, there's the negative spiritual and there's the positive spiritual. If it was not working for them, they will not do it. But because it works for them, even though it has major, major consequences, because you cannot collect something for the devil for free. And the devil only has perverted knowledge because he knows how these things work. He knows how those things work. You give sacrificially. You know, if you want, if you want God to move for you, do something about it. Do something about it. Like let God see, let God see the intentions, the seriousness, the honor you have for Him in your heart, and let it push you to do something. Give sacrificially. Give, give. Stop holding on to everything that you have. Stop holding on to everything that you have. That's because that will be the only thing you eventually have. Give, give. The righteous gives generously. You are the righteous. Give. The, the, the word of God says, gift opens the way. Give. Give. Give your labor. When you're in church, do all you can. Give your labor. Give your time. Give your hands. Sweep. Wash the toilet. Serve in a unit. Do something. Give. 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 And God is seeing all these things. He, is not, he will not forget. God is not oh God. God is not our earthly fathers. God is not our earthly uncles. God's memory is not short. God remembers everything. Honor God with all that you have, with your wealth, with your time, with your resources, with your clothes, with your shoes. All this one that you have been packing together all these days. What has it what has it produced for you? 
It's like you're just saving money. You are saving money. You are saving money. You are saving money. All your savings will not give you more. It's until you invest it before you can get returns on investment. So these things you are keeping and keeping and keeping and keeping and keeping. What does it produce for you? The clothes, what we are put to it, some things we can Like, I need you to understand this. You have to give. You have to be intentional about giving. God has showed it to us when he gave Jesus to us. And a major proof of your love. You cannot be in a relationship and you're not giving. What are you doing? That's just how it is. Give to the poor. Give to the needy. Give to the church. How do you want the gospel to propagate if you don't have a hand in it? The speakers, the ACs, the microphones, they do not fall from heaven. If that is the sweat of some people to ensure that the word of God reaches millions, they give. And you think God will see that and he will look away. Possible. 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 If you don't give, God will raise, see, God will raise a thousand persons to give. A thousand. And you want God to trust you with the resources of heaven. The small one you have now, you are not using it for him. And you want him to trust you with it. Uh Uh-uh. It's not jazz now. No, it's not jazz. God doesn't have a favorite though. But God has multiple standards. Because God cannot be seeing somebody toiling in the house of God, giving his time, giving his resources, and he will not bless him. And here you are. Saying all the bad things about people, saying all the bad things about, about the church, saying all the bad things about Pastor Joe Oyemi. What's your business? You give and see what God can do. You give yourself and see what God can do. I have seen what God can do. I am still seeing what God can do. I am still laying a hold on all my seeds and I am still seeing my harvest. It is what I do, it is what I practice on a daily basis you give you be liberal the word of God says the liberal soul shall be made fat you be liberal and watch God make you fat watch God make you make your account account balance fat and please oh, Christianity is not a get rich quick scheme God has to see how intentional you are but the thing about it is that at every time God will avert every form of shame at every time, it will always show up. It will always show up. It will always show up. Your master says that it's too bad. You have to do something. You have to let something precede you if you want to see a better future. The things you do now will determine the things you get later in life. Start building what you want to see from now. Start building the account balance you want to see from now. I'm not saying now saying that. Sometimes based on instructions, God will tell you to give your all. Sometimes based on instructions, God will tell you to give your best. Most times, God will tell you to give your best. Give it. He knows what he is doing. Of course, you have to save. Of course, you have to save. Of course, you have to invest. But of course, you have to give. God will instruct you. But sometimes, it's just wisdom. Give your tithe. Give your offering. Do it. Do it. When there's a call for a need and you have it, you know you have it, you know you do, give it. People need something, they know you have it, give it. 
it's as low as transport pay fifteen naira. Pay for you can pay for the person beside you. Put a smile on somebody's face. God is seeing all those things. You have abundance of red shoes. You have like three. Give one out. That was it. So last year, December last year, um, I saw a precious sister. She, her shoe was like she was coming to church. Maybe the shoe removed, and the just was not comfortable. So I just went inside, I picked my shoe and I gave it to her. I tell you, I got a shoe this year. It is every piece of beauty. I'm serious. I am serious. Piece of beauty. You know, we'll continue this conversation later, but I hope this blessed you. Please give. God gave. He expects you to do the same. And that is a major way by which he can bless you and open doors for you when you do not even expect. Because you're new to the Thank you.